Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning into the Stuff I Heard podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Peak, and today's going to be a solo. I am here by myself. I have uh, neglected doing a podcast for the last two weeks, largely in part to being extremely busy. Um, I know there's no excuse, and I apologize. We are currently uh, very, 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 very busy at work, and uh, that's why I haven't been able to get back to you. So sorry about that. <clears throat> I've been uh, doing my best, as most of us are. Um, I've said before on this podcast how much it is needed that people get back to work and get back to a regular routine, and I uh, feel I feel tired. I know that's not what you want to hear. You want to hear something uplifting. And and I'm usually the uplifting guy. I'm usually the guy that's like, hey, listen, you can do it. Anything's possible. And listen, it is. It is. It's totally possible. Um, the reality is, is I'm 47 years old and I'm feeling like I'm 47 years old. That's the hard part is realizing that I'm getting to a point where I'm just tired. I don't know if it's the heat, if it's the physical nature of the job, it's the fact that I'm working close to 70 hours a week. I don't know, but, uh, it's tough and it's tough out there for a lot of people. Like I've come into contact with a lot of people who are digging deep to do what they have to do to take care of their families. And there's a lot of good people being put into really rough situations. Um, and you know, I I wish I had some words of encouragement. I wish that I knew what to say. I don't know what to say. Um, all I can tell you is that I'm right there with you and I am, uh, uh, I'm right there I'm with you. <laughs> so let's pivot, talk about some stuff I heard. Okay. So <clears throat> this past week, Space Jam 2 came out with the infamous LeBron James, uh, taking up the role as the lead character in this Looney Tunes Warner Brothers adventure. Um, I don't know who owns who. I don't know if HBO owns Warner Brothers or if Warner Brothers owns HBO. One of them owns the other one because there is an interesting uh, dynamic in the movie. There is a similar storyline to the first Space Jam. If nobody saw it, spoiler alert, it's really old. Uh, Michael Jordan gets pulled into a hole. Uh, He's out playing golf and he reaches for the ball and he gets pulled into a hole and he's in the Warner Brothers universe. And he's pulled in by Bugs Bunny to help them win a basketball game to defeat the Monstars. It's these alien race of goofy little creatures that have taken over the bodies of professional basketball players. And it's really silly and it's really adorable for kids, but also kind of a dumb movie. Um, it was in the beginning time frame where live actors were starting to use um, cartoons, like interact with cartoons, where you had them in the same screen. So, I mean, visually, it was it was really cool to see Michael Jordan hanging out with Bugs Bunny or, you know, Daffy Duck or whatever. Um, and the story was okay. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Um, this was when Michael Jordan was taking a break from basketball uh, when he was playing baseball, I'm sure it had nothing to do with his gambling. I'm sure it had nothing to do with any of that. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. It's, it's, it's like rumor. I'm just, I'm, I'm not the spreader of rumors. I'm the, okay, I'm spreading this rumor. So anyway, <clears throat> so this is a new space jam. This has got a new flavor on it. This is 2021. 
So of course they have to have like an element of modern day kids adventures and that kind of things. So in this, like there's an algorithm, not to spoil it because, well, I'm going to spoil it. If you haven't seen it, skip this part. If you, if you're going to see it, skip this part. Well, actually it doesn't, it doesn't ruin anything because the movie's actually a bunch of crap. Um, the movie's terrible. The movie's really terrible. Um, it's a steaming pile of crap. Um, but to be honest, so was the first one. Like, I want to hold the you know the Ron to a different standard than Jordan for some stupid reason. I guess we all do in a way if we grew up in the generation where Jordan was king. But like the first, I don't know, twenty minutes of this movie, all anybody could say was how great LeBron is and he's the best and he's the king and he's this and he's that and he's the other. And I'm like, geez, you guys quit, you know, quit making out with them half a second. And let's make a movie. I mean, geez, it's a, it's a little much. Um, but he gets pulled into this video game type reality where Bugs Bunny's there and he's in the Warner universe and Bugs Bunny's going a little crazy. And so they have to go find some of the other Looney Tunes to play this basketball game to decide the fate of whatever. It pokes fun at itself, which I like that about the movie. Uh, There's more than once where they make a nod to, you know, this real, it sounds really familiar, don't you think? And they all wink at the camera, you know. Uh, oh, a basketball game with animated characters and a famous basketball player. What could go wrong? Wink, you know, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of those little moments in the movie, uh, which is kind of cute. But uh, Don Cheadle plays the part of this bad guy, villain, algae rhythm, which is supposed to be an algorithm, who uh, is sort of egotistical and trying to take over LeBron or take over the rights to LeBron or whatever. It's it's the whole premise is stupid. That being said, um, LeBron's kids are in it and his wife's in it and they act really well. They're, they're good actors. Um, not so much LeBron. Listen, he spent a lot of time on the basketball court and you can tell he knows how to play basketball acting. Not so much. Um, his son is actually a, a pretty decent actor in this. And so is his wife. Um, and also I had no idea his wife was this woman. She's really hot. So anyway, uh, besides that, um, the kid is one of these kids that wants to play video games and wants to create video games more than he necessarily wants to play basketball. His dad's pushing him to play basketball and he keeps talking about this fundamental stuff. And his kids made a, a video game basketball game where it's all in style points. You get style points based upon your ability to dunk and you can posterize people and you get, it's a really cool idea for a game. And he put a little glitch in there for it to be like LeBron's patent move is a thing that actually breaks the game at a certain point. And spoiler alert, that's also what ends up winning the thing for them. So there's a couple of things I think about this. Now, first of all, they're promoting the fact that it's kind of cool that kids are into building video games. That's a positive thing, right? It's also, you know, LeBron talking about, Hey kids, it's all about, you know, fundamentals and following through and you got to, you got to push through all his, you know, motivational speech kind of stuff. I like that. I like that kind of stuff. Listen, I'm the guy that buys into that stuff. I'm the guy that, that repeats that kind of stuff. I'm the guy that like, Hey, this guy said, you know, do this and do that. And then, and, and it works and it does work in a lot of times, but the whole thing is just garbage. I'm just going to say that it's just garbage. Um, there's, they, they briefly show you who the bad people are, like the bad guys in the thing. Supposedly it's like professional, you know, NBA and WNBA players that get pulled in and given these crazy video game type characteristics, but you quickly lose who they are without ever really knowing who they are. Unless you're watching basketball all the time, 
you'll you won't even know who these people are. I mean, like they'll say it and then they're gone. Which I thought they did a better job in the first movie of like letting you know who these players are. This they're just as crazy video game characters that you know one flies and look one of them looks like a snake and they it's just I don't know it's it's just too much. At a certain point, it's too much. Now, again, back to the fact that Warner Brothers and HBO, one of them owns the other one. There is a cool moment where they're playing basketball and they bring in this crowd. And, um, you know, in the beginning of the movie, they went to find the other Looney Tunes and they've been separated to different properties that are owned by these groups. So one of them is in Game of Thrones. One of them is in Harry Potter. One of them's in the Matrix. Um, Really funny seeing Granny do the Matrix move where she's like in the full jump mode and then it's got the spin around and Tweety Bird's there and it's there's a couple of cute scenes in that genre where they're bouncing these things around together and they have to go at a certain point and get uh, Lola Bunny and she is uh, with Wonder Woman training to be an Amazon. And so there's lots of cool little stuff like that with the properties they own. Um, really funny interaction with Batman and Superman and Daffy Duck and, and Porky Pig. But beyond that and beyond the fact that they go to the basketball game later and and there's like a crowd of the iron giant and King Kong and the white walkers from game of Thrones and, you know, wizards and stuff from Harry Potter. And you see space ghost at a certain point and um, the Flintstones and the Jetsons off in the distance. I mean, just like a scan of the crowd and Oh, look, there's, that's kind of fun. Those moments are kind of fun. Um, but the movie's just stupid. I mean, it's just it's just a heaping pile of stupid. So anyway, if you like Space Jam, I'm sure you hate my review of this, and that's fine. I don't care. Um, it's just not for me. And that's the thing. Not everything is for everybody. Um, my podcast, for example, is not for everybody. I know that. Um, I'm doing this for me. So even if nobody listens, I'm listening. And I'm doing this because I got to get it out of me because it's making me crazy. So there we go. This is therapy. You guys are my therapist. I don't know if you knew that. I don't get any feedback from most of you. Uh, the few that do reach out um, have interesting feedback. My wife made a comment recently. She listens to a Disney Miles podcast and another one that has to do with, not Disney Miles, this one has to do, she's going to kill me. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, it has to do with travel and where to stay. And there's a bunch of Disney people that work for um is it Mickey Miles and more or something like that? They have to do with, you know, planning vacations and stuff like that. And she is working through an agent um, talking on the phone with her and, and the lady's a host of a podcast. And she's kind of geeking out about the fact she's like, it's so neat. I get to talk to the person I listen to on the podcast and, and, and I listen to him every week. And then I get to talk to him on the phone. And I'm like, she goes, I know. I, I mean, you have one and I talk to you, but that's different. And I was like, yeah, no kidding. I, I get it. I get it. I'd be the same way if like Bert called and he's like, Hey man, <laughs> Bert here. <laughs> or Halston Ray. Listen, I want to, I want to do a podcast with Halston and I want to do one with Leanne Kreischer. And I want to, I want to tell Leanne, thank you for getting me started doing this. And also, uh, that I can't seem to get out of it. I mean, I, I really contemplated over the last two weeks to quit doing this because I've been so stressed at work. And it's been the one thing that's bothered me the most in the last two weeks is that I haven't been able to do it. I haven't had a time. I haven't had the motivation when I did, all I could think of was I got to rest because I don't know what I'm going to say. And and I still don't know what I'm going to say. That's just the thing. So, you know, turn the microphones on, see what happens. So here we are. Um, <laughs> I have a, a few things coming up. Um, 
there is a an announcement for Burt Kreischer. He just won some type of uh, award from Variety as the most innovative comedian of this year. Uh, they apparently cited the fact that he has really thought outside the box during COVID. And they talk about, apparently they talk about his tour where he went out on the road and did drive-in movie theater tours. And when most people were like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like they made sure they social distance and they did everything the right way. They tested their people in their bubble. They took care of the people they were working for. They put a lot of people to work that weren't getting work. Um, and they entertained a lot of people when most people were afraid to go outside. They were like, well, let's go outside. Let's, but you can sit in your own car and, or on the hood of your car or in the truck bed or whatever, but we'll do it outside and it'll be great. He had an idea and he followed through, but when everybody told him it was a stupid idea, he followed through. And there's a lot of people out there that have poo-pooed the idea of going to drive in theaters to do comedy because they suck at it or because they're not doing it the way he's doing it. And he did a great job. And now he's back on tour. Um, he just got back from Serbia filming his movie, The Machine, where him and Mark Hamill uh, got to hang around in Serbia. It's supposed to be a crazy story. Not a not a telling of the original machine story, but but more of they go back to visit the area that he famously talks about in this machine story on YouTube. Um, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. <clears throat> but supposedly they go back and it's sort of a midnight run adventure type thing where uh, the guys that he hung out with and he did somebody wrong, they want revenge for what happened. And it's supposed to be a big comedy. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing that whenever it comes out. I know they finished wrapping up because he's back in town. Uh, there's lots of content that he's already put out. I watched a great podcast with him and Whitney Cummings on the Burtcast. It was really great. It's four hours great. Um, I may have talked about it on the last one. He, in it, he says, this may be the longest podcast I've ever done. He looks at Halston. Halston, I guess, is like, yeah, I guess so. It's not. Uh, I know because I listened to all his podcasts. Uh, the longest one was with John Reef. They did five and a half hours. Um, he also did uh, a, a six-hour one with Doug Stanhope, but they did it in two parts. So it was a part one and a part two. They did the first one in three hours. And then he was like, you know, we got to eat dinner with my kids. And he's like, well, I'll eat dinner. And so Doug stayed and ate dinner. And afterwards, they had drinks and did another three hours. So that one technically isn't two, isn't one big six hour one. It's two, three hour ones, but still, you know what I mean? It's still great. Um, a lot of people don't give Whitney the credit she deserves for her creativity and her ability to constantly adapt. And I've even mentioned on this, that her first podcasts were a little hard to listen to because she was trying to find her own voice and she was emulating people that she was friends with, with that Valley girl kind of speak. She's over that. Now she's just talking like herself. Now she's just doling out information and talking about, chest moves of creating content farther than most people are even thinking about. And I really enjoyed the two of them talking. This was actually filmed before Bert went to go film his movie on it. They do a live FaceTime with Keisha because Whitney's friends with Keisha and Bert's a Keisha super fan. Uh, they also do a uh, live chat with God, who is it? Like three different people. Oh, um, Foo Fighters. Uh, what the heck? I can't think of his name. Foo Fighters. Come on. You guys know it. Tell it. Yell it. Yell it into your speaker. I'll hear it. Dave Grohl. Okay. Do a live a live FaceTime with Dave Grohl. And then they also FaceTime with somebody else famous. Like Whitney just FaceTimes with like three different people. And Bert's just like, oh, well, we're doing this now. Okay. Like he's really geeking out. Um, but it's hilarious. It was really fun. Um, so yeah, go check those out. It's really cool. Now that he's back, he 
was on his wife's podcast. Apparently he has to have some kind of surgery. I just saw that as like one of the little blurbs of things to read. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to, uh, he's back in the studio with Tom Segura recording another two bears, one, uh, I almost said two bears, one cup, <laughs> like, like two girls, one cup. Don't Google that. Uh, two bears, one cave. Um, yeah. So it'll be fun to see the band get back together. Uh, I love watching those guys. They crack me up. They remind me a lot of me and my friends. And much like listening to a lot of these podcasts, uh, it sort of helps me get through the day when I can listen to them. So I'm going to get to it. But I'm going to wrap this up early. I just wanted to get one out to because it was in my crawl. Like I had to I had to tell you guys about Space Jam 2 being such a big pile of crap. So there you go. Space Jam 2, Space Jam 2 is terrible. Space Jam. Terrible. 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 To be honest, though, I mean... With what they had to work with, I, you know, okay, I get it. I get it. I'm interested to see what my grandson thinks. Maybe I'll watch it with him and then get him to do a little section on the podcast and, to, and then I'll ask him what he thought about the movie. Could that be a thing? Could that be a segment? If you're interested in that, let, let me know. Just if that's something you might be interested in. Hit me up and let me know. Um, you know how to find me. Stuffiheard.com. Call me or text me or write me an email or whatever. Let me know you're listening. Like if you want to hear something, let me know. So, all right, that's it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'm on the YouTubes, the YouTubers, um, and I'm on uh, everywhere you find podcasts. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. And as always, I end this by saying, cue the cow. Moo baby.